Hey guys, welcome to the show. Uh, today I have someone named Borja Obeso with me on the show today. Uh, he runs a blog called moneydiver.com. Uh, it's basically a general, you know, more or less entrepreneurial type online blogging um, website. You know, he does affiliate marketing and he's getting into interviews and, you know, I guess, Borja, if you want to share your story, kind of talk about how you got, you know, started with online marketing, internet marketing. Yeah. Hey, John. How you doing? Um, thank, thank you for having me, man. Um, yeah, so it all goes back to when I was in college, um, about seven years ago when I started. Um, I was always starting, uh, you know, businesses and entrepreneurial projects. I have failed a lot because um, basically I I never uh, listened to to any advices from my my parents, my friends, my teachers. I just went along, and that was my first mistake ever. So my first business was um, it was um, an art distribution distribution business. So that had nothing to do about online business or anything like that. But it's, it was my first entrepreneurial project. Um, so I tried to to push that uh, for a couple of months while I was in college. And that was very hard because I, I had to keep up with, uh, you know, tests and, and exams and everything like that. Um, I travel a lot. I'm originally from from Spain. Um, I grew up in in South America in Venezuela. Um, I also went to school in in Florida for a couple of years. I went oh, to cool. high school in Florida. Um, I travel a lot. My my mom lives in 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 Chile. So, um, about two years after I tried my first entrepreneurial project, um, like in 2008, 2008, uh, I got involved in, in MLM, in uh, network marketing and all, and, all the, and all that, you know, with a company called uh, Agile. Um, if you don't mind, you know, uh, naming a company here. No, no, that's fine. I mean, obviously, if that's where you started, you know, for me, I, I started with MLM myself, and that's kind of where I started, in, I suppose, in this industry, and I did Beachbody. It was a fitness MLM, but, you know, oh, yeah? I, feel like a lot, yeah, I feel like a lot of people, um, you know, get into some of those things. For me, I, I think over time, I, I felt like, you know, sort of direct, you know, direct sales, like trying to get people to be, you know, recruit people. It just wasn't yeah. for me, but um, some people have an awesome success with it, you know. I know, I know, and I knew, I know a couple of people that hit it off pretty, pretty good with MLM. Uh, I didn't really like it, although I was doing, uh, I was doing, you know, good at the beginning. Yeah. But I was, I was very young. I was one of the youngest, uh, you know, around my community. I was about 18 years old by the, by the, by the time. Yeah. And so being at that time, I was in Venezuela, so the company was just starting out here um, so it was a big opportunity so I thought I was able to recruit a couple of friends but um, everyone around me was you know around my age and usually people that you know that young don't really have access to invest you know a thousand dollars in some right. company you know especially how MLM is like you know everyone thinks are they are these you know pyramid scams and I think a lot of companies are, you know, like, gray hat. 
or something like that. So yeah, I mean, I I kind of I know what you mean. I mean, everyone, all all the different companies have different like perks and caveats to them, pros and cons, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what what brought me online because the fact that I couldn't keep on recruiting people, you know, live, um, because the, the people that I recruited uh, didn't have the same success that I that I did. Um, uh, they they were struggling to you know to find new new leads. Um, the product wasn't you know that sellable here. Yeah. Um, so I started looking up uh, people online, and you know I started helping people in, in forums and stuff like that. But then you know that was way too slow, and that's what you know when you know I started doing Google searches for for marketing terms, and you know uh, slowly. Uh, internet marketing started coming into my life, and and everything about online entrepreneurship started coming into my life. Started learning about that, um, but then college uh, college was was tough at the time, so I had to quit everything about my entrepreneurial project. So I just uh, you know called Turkey quit. So yeah, uh, yeah. about two years after that. In 2010, I started uh, a car wash, and that was pretty good. Uh, a car wash business that I started. Um, oh, scratch, huh? Yeah. Awesome. And so, when I started this car wash, um, I was just graduating college. That was three three years ago. Yeah, three years yeah. ago. Um, I. I got an offer from some guy to buy my car wash, a pretty good offer. So I sold the car wash, and I then decided to go into a company uh, to work with uh, a tourism company that was looking for a, um, a marketing management, you know, manager. Uh, <clears throat> so I decided to go into, you know, uh, you know, the office nine to five. Uh, job right. because because the guy uh, that that owned the company was a friend of mine. He was a bit older than I was, and he needed help. And he off he you know, he offered me a pretty good a pretty good position by the time. So um, it was a very small company, but with a lot of a lot of capital, you know, a lot of uh, budget. So I started playing around with that, and I said. Um, I went to a couple of marketing uh, seminars in 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 here and in yeah. Chile, and that's when I, I I picked back up the online you know marketing world and and business venture world. So um, I started uh, testing out and with this company, you know, the marketing and advertising. Uh, I started learning. That's when I started learning about uh, building websites because I didn't know anything about building websites. I knew a, a couple of things, like you know, very basic HTML and stuff like that from from college. I graduated in marketing, by the way. Um, I so I have very very basic knowledge about it. Um, but right. when I started working for the company, when I started working for this company, I was I was uh, supposed I was. <clears throat> supposed to, you know, manage their website and, and keep track of, of everything that happened. They they didn't have they didn't even have Google Analytics in their website, and 
you know, it was also now, now I looking back at it, they were so naive, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's funny cause I had, um, you know, just to like go on that point, I, I spoke with a, a, you know, an old friend that I had met years ago, um, you know, and he runs a web hosting company and he had analytics set up, but like, he just like, doesn't even look at it or really like know what, yeah. like kind of the power behind it, like to, to see like, you know, what kind of search terms his site is being actually hit for yeah. specific organic searches, things like that, that you can see with analytics. It's just funny that people don't really like realize how powerful it is. Yeah. Which, by the way, Google is shutting down the, the, the provided keywords. I did read, I, well, I'm assuming you must have read that on uh, on Quicksprout. Oh, yeah, I read it in, Quick, in Quicksprout from, from Neil. Yeah. But I also Neil. read it in, um, I think it was uh, Flip as Forum. Yeah, I, I, I saw Neil post something about it, and I didn't read yeah. the article, but I like it. Yeah, Neil, yeah, yeah. Neil, Neil posted an article about how how you could become a, a better marketer, you know, how you could actually become a better marketing by that, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely going to be interesting, and I'm sure that's going to change a lot of people's businesses and how it's going to affect a lot of people. I Something like uh, I, don't, I don't like a lot about online marketing is that having to rely so much on a company, like, in this case, Google. Yeah. Something that that you can't overlook, but but it's you know it's a shame. It's a shame that you have to rely so much on a company. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of people, um, you know, just in trainings and stuff, talk about how they don't focus on SEO because it's way too unpredictable. Yeah. I mean, I focus on on-page SEO. I try to to do a, like my website. I try to make it as SEO friendly as possible from the inside. Yeah. I focus on, on backlinks. I mean, I, I reach out to people and I network and that's as far as I go because you never know, you know, how radical they can become. And if you're building a, you know, a business that you want to make it uh, for the long term, like a sustainable business, you don't want to rely on SEO that much because you never know what can happen. You don't, you never know if, you know, Google decides to whatever they want to decide or so, uh, that's something that I, I always tell people focus on on page SEO and you know let the rest come like yeah I did focus on SEO a lot um, when I started online after so yeah let, let me go back to to my story a little bit so so I can sure. reach so I, get, so I can get to my blog um, so I started learning I read an SEO book by the way and um, when I was working for this company, I read an SEO book, social media book. I started learning as much as possible, and I started get, getting in love with with the whole, you know, the whole, the whole concept. Um, I joined the, with the World Forum about uh, three years ago. Um, so I started doing some. T- um, I remember I I bought a course. Um, I think it was. Oh man, I can't remember the, the name of that course. But anyway, uh, I was a micro niche, uh, micro niche blogging course. Yeah. That taught how how to you know how to tar- how to rank like this sniper type of of pages that was really hot by the by the time. So I started doing this this type of things for that company. I started ranking for you know very targeted uh, low competition keywords 
for for this company I, you know i started seeing a lot of success and i that's when i thought like hey if i'm able to drive you know this much of traffic to this company you know i can start building websites for myself and start getting some you know additional income so i started do, doing that on my free time then um, my affiliate income matched my <laughs> you know, my paycheck. So that's when wow. I quit. That's when I quit my job and I started focusing on, on my online ventures. Um, so about a year and a half ago, ago uh, my mom, who's also an entrepreneur, um, she lives in Chile, like I said, um, yeah. she applied for these, uh, these, um, this project, this startup project in, that's in Chile is called um, Startup Chile. It's, it's a government project that they pick up like about 300 uh, companies, startup companies a year, and they wow. give each company uh, $40,000 you know, to start. Like you have to submit your team and your papers and everything like that. So my mom uh, started a of psychology and um, personal growth, uh, social media slash uh, learning course, you know, with with some partners from Spain, um, um, from California, and she hit it off pretty well. So she invited me to to this conference that like it was like the two week, you know, main core main core um, seminar from from this this project the startup the startup Chile project and I, I met a lot of people I met um, um, I, I met the the founder of group shark have you heard of of group shark yeah I think I, I read um, I read that article that you recently posted about the I think it was the top um, was it 15 or 25 entrepreneurs I think yeah 25 young entrepreneurs yeah yeah, to 25 young entrepreneurs under 25. I had no idea that Neil Patel was only like 24. Yeah, man. Yeah, I thought that was a really interesting article. I'll link it in the show notes for anyone listening, but um, Borja recently wrote an article that's basically goes over a bunch of entrepreneurs who are, you know, more or less, I think they're all millionaires. Yeah, they are. Um, you know, they're under, under 25 years old, and it's like impressive. I know one of them was mentioned, and that's where I've heard of, that's the, I think that's an app, right? You can download music with it. Groove Shark, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, a friend of mine I'm showed on, me that. I'm on it every all day, <laughs> all yeah. day long. You can pretty much find whatever. It's like it's not really like a Pandora. It's like yeah. you, you just search what you want to find, and it will like let you download it. Yeah, Play exactly. It. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I really I thought that was pretty interesting. It was a little different, but I mean, obviously, it probably has some limitations. I know with what you can find. Yeah. But. And the radio, you know, the radio part of that of that of that software is not like Pandora. It's not it's not that good, but it's pretty good. So yeah. yeah anyway, um, I learned about a lot about entrepreneurship at these seminars, um, and about that time, uh, that's when I I registered it, um, the domain for Money Diver because I had I, that's when I had the idea for for Money Diver. So um, then, of course, Panda and Penguin came, and my affiliates, web, my affiliate websites weren't doing so good. 
because you know and that's when i that's when i decided to you know not to focus on seo that much at, at least backlinks that much um yeah so that's when i decided to go uh, hardcore on money diver <coughs> about seven months ago and yeah man i i just uh, i take it as as a real business so i mean you know? is that your primary focus that blog now is that like the, the main piece yeah that's yes and the things that are coming along with that blog like right now i'm, I'm working on a software which which is going to be pretty big it's it's going to be a research software um I don't want to disclose uh, the details yeah. about it because it, it really is a pretty unique, uh, pretty unique thing. I'll hit you up with with the beta yeah, test. I mean, the information, and maybe you know, if you if that's depending on how long down the road, maybe we could do another interview and focus on that if you'd like. Yeah, and I don't know how it's gonna turn out. Turn out. Um, I know it's gonna be something different, and it's gonna have some use, you know, one way or another. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be beneficial either way. Um, if it's going to be profitable or not, uh, we'll see. You know, but as long as it, as it helps uh, the people that I want to help, uh, it serves it serves the, its purpose. So right, right, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. It, software is definitely. I, I I find that that's one of the biggest things. Like if you're doing, you know, just looking around, like say in the Warrior Farm, for example, and people are selling like anything that's related to like plugins or um, software tools, things like that, like themes, like yeah. all that stuff just seems to like sell. Like there's not really like, you know, like because people can even niche it down. Like I just see like people releasing like all these different Amazon plugins for like, you know, plugins or themes, like very like niche focused software. So if you can come up with something that people can like use and it's going to be beneficial for their business, then you're, it's going to sell, you know? Yeah, and it's and it's fun. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty fun to build a software. I don't know anything about programming. I mean, I know basic HTML, basic PHP, you know, basic stuff. So I partnered up with um, with a programmer, um, and I decided to partner up with him because he was looking for for a venture. You know, he was looking for a, a business venture, yep. and I said, "Hey, um, we can partner up and we can split the profits if they come. I can't promise they'll come." And he says, yeah, I'll just do it. I just want to go in on my own. He's about 40-something years old. He's from Chile yeah. also. I met yeah. him at this, you know, this startup thing. Um, startup Chile, you, you really should put all, a link about to that. Sure. StartupChile.org. Yeah, .org, yeah. Yeah, I'll put a link in the show notes just to remind because me. Because that's, that's something that a lot of people can benefit from. Um, uh as you know, the the current Chile government is 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 very you know pro pro capitalism and pro startups, pro entrepreneurship. Right. Um, yeah. I even met you know even I even met that uh, the president's son, who's got a startup. Oh wow. Yeah. And and so. So yeah. So then. Um, I'm launching also, yeah, I'm launching um, an online business course next week. About oh, cool. next week. Yeah. Uh, it's called the Online Business School. You're the first ever to know about it. <laughs> oh, awesome. By Thanks. the way. Yeah. Uh, 
and I'm launching it because uh, there's a lot of courses out there that focus, you know, focus on so many stuff that begin beginners, you know, get, you know, overwhelmed and, right. and they, didn't, they don't see the big picture about it. So this is a course for for people that are that are looking to establish an online brand, you know. Um, so it it covers all the basics of everything they have to know, you know, very step by step, in a detailed manner. So so they don't get carried away from it and they don't get burned out by information or overwhelmed or anything like that. So um, I hope you don't mind you don't mind me talking about it. Uh, no, no. Is that going to be like a general like you know getting started online or like yeah. is that very niche specific? What is the? No, yeah, it's a general get, getting started online, but. Um, focused on building a brand, not not just you know not just any website or something like that. Just right, right. Brand like, you know, like Money Diver is my brand. Right, so, where someone could build their own. Like I have voices of marketing. Someone could build. Like, their own. like it doesn't matter if if you're trying to to you know maybe you you maybe you don't even have a website. You should, but yeah. maybe you don't even have a website, but you have a brand. Like you, you, you can have a YouTube channel and a podcast or whatever you you, you want to have because there's so many ways to to you know to broadcast yourself nowadays online that so yeah man so yeah I mean, that sounds good that's uh, you know I, I talked with another fellow recently too and it was funny because I didn't really know how much there was really out there in this and he um he he's making like a free podcast course and he's gonna like go through and at the end he has like you know a higher end course you could buy into, but um, he really goes into like the very like very details of even setting up like WordPress site. You know, I know like for me starting my podcast, I went through a tutorial that Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income has. Yeah, and the tutorial is awesome, but he like goes right in like, okay, now install this WordPress plugin. Like for someone who does never touched WordPress, like they're not gonna have any clue. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's what I mean with that. Like. You can't you can't build a course without covering the basics because um, you never know what kind of people is, is gonna is gonna sign up for it. Even though you have a uh, you know um, you might have some clue because maybe you have an email list that is you know inter intermediate and stuff right. like that. You always have to include some resources for for beginners, like step by step, like like grandma. <laughs> like grandmother yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, I mean, because yeah. it is unreal. Like, you know, if you go on the Warrior Forum, like, there's people that are out there that are just like, you know, asking questions that are just so basic. You know, like if you yeah. go, I was, I think I was in the general forum or, or even earlier today, and just like, just looking at some of the threads, like people are asking lots of basic things, like trying to get ideas about squeeze pages and other things like that. You know, so there's always yeah. a need for even the basics. Yeah, exactly. And, and the forum is great. I think the Word forum is is a pretty good uh, resource. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely like I found my fair share of like you know people on there that have like valuable information. I mean, it, it's kind of a mixed bag. I just feel like there's so much there and so many people that you know there's tons to tons of information to learn. You know, I'm I have like a private membership, so I've got the um, the War Room. I can go into the private War Room member, membership area of the forum. And that has like yeah. people giving away products for free. And I've read some of them. Like I checked out one that was a CPA course, and I was like kind of blown away. Like the strategy was just very sound. Like you know, 
and for them to just give it away like that information for free is just pretty awesome. Yeah, there's so much. There's so much like when you talk when you try to think about um, everything that you could do online. I mean, the possible possibilities are endless, man. It's like a mind could come out with so many strategies or, uh, or systems. It, it just depends. It all depends on on your environment. Like, if for some reason you you end up learning about I don't know Craigslist and you find yeah. a loophole, and then from that loophole you start creating a system, and um, and it all goes down from there. So, yeah, I really like that about um, you know the online world and, and all like and everything like that. Um, also, uh, something that, that I'm starting to do right now, I'm, start, I'm starting to, to mix the other side of my life. I'm, I'm a motocross racer. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, I race pro here in, in my country and, and some other places. Wow. Uh, and so uh, I recently decided to start mixing, you know, mixing the two of them. I should have done, done it from the beginning, I think, like starting a, a motocross-related online business. Right. I mean, it's funny because um, there was a podcast I listened to where this guy had like, he like started a podcast regarding, um, I think it's like geese, like the, the gear you use, like for um, yeah. like doing like martial arts and stuff. And he has like yeah. a podcast about it. And it's like so super niche, but he's got this huge audience. Like, you know, you'd be surprised like if you were to start something like that. I was even telling someone else, like I was trying to convince him. I don't know if, if he's going to do it, but he was talking about like how he loves soccer, like just soccer in general and discussing it. And I was like, man, if you started a podcast for that, like there's definitely people who love, you know, that would love to hear yeah, about man. those kinds of things. Like, you know, you could really niche down with anything. Likes, um, uh, uh, Pat, Pat Flynn recently had a, a girl. I, I don't remember her, um, her name, but she was into, she was into, um, Tarot. You know, tarot uh, card reading and like future oh, yeah, tarot yeah. Yep. and stuff like that. And she's doing pretty well from from that niche. And you, you would never think like someone could do that well from from a niche like that. She's doing like six figures. And wow. that's one of yeah, that's one of of Pat's recent uh, SPI's uh, podcast shows. Yeah. So that that really yeah. So that that podcast really opened my my mind onto. Uh, you know the possibilities um, about niche niche selection. Like nowadays, I think you can profit from every, you know virtually anything. There, you know, everyone wants wants to learn about a anything. So you could create a course about anything, you, and you know, and profit from that. As long yeah. as you're helping people, and as long as people are searching for for that online, you know, even though it's, if it's only like. I don't know, twenty thousand people worldwide. Um, maybe it's it's is a niche that is so you know it has so um, so uh, low competition that that you can you know you can kill it. Right, right. For example, like um, my sister, she's into like fashion and all that, and and my dad, he's into music and into jazz. He has. Uh, radio station, and he talks about jazz music and art, and uh, and and all my family, all my family is is related to art. I my family has an art gallery, and my grandmother is a painter. She has 
an art uh, institute in, in Florida. Yeah. And so uh, the other night, um, I was thinking like, with, with the skills that us, you know, online entrepreneurs have, we could leverage, leverage, you know, the knowledge of other people and build whatever we want to build. Like for example, I could leverage my, my sister's knowledge about fashion and build some, I don't know, some styling course. And yeah. she'll be the face, she'll be the face. I'll just do all the business related or or maybe I can partner it off with my dad, and uh, I'll record, I'll record like a hundred episodes of him talking about jazz or art, and then I'll build build up a blog. I know how to market. Yeah. You know, I can pretty much guarantee that that's going to be a low competition uh, niche. So I bet you have someone in your life that knows about anything that you can leverage, yeah. and it's going to be, and and that's going to be um, a low competition niche, pretty much guaranteed. Like whatever i don't know maybe your cost needs into yeah i mean um, I, i've never. got a great example um it's funny because uh i've been dating a girl a few months and i've obviously gotten her like really into all this stuff just talking about it you know talking about entrepreneurship and everything i'm focused on and doing these interviews and um i've made an attempt at like a couple niche sites and they really didn't take off but um you know i i tried to find something that she would be interested in and then combine it with the skills i have of being able to say okay you know, I could I could basically build a website with WordPress, and you can fill it with all the products based on the topic. So I did some research, you know, based on what keywords were getting searched, and I found um, she's really into like clothing that has skulls on it. So I did research based around skulls, and found that the keyword skull clothing is searched like 2,000 times a month. And obviously, being about October, it's gonna like trend and it's gonna go way up. So. Yeah. So uh, she's actually sitting right next to me right now, and she's adding products on the site using um, using a plugin that she can like go search on Amazon and add new products. And um, I think she's got like over 500 products on there now, if not maybe even hundreds more. Like she's just been adding to it constantly. So we're we've made like sort of this like e-commerce site that's using like Amazon affiliates, and it looks like a regular store. It's pretty cool. And so obviously like she can focus on that, and I could you know, niche into the other stuff, like maybe more of the promotional stuff. Yeah, so, man. That's great. Yeah. So, like, really for me, like, I don't have any real taste in, like, the clothing side of it, you know, like, for me to, like, look into that or start adding those products, like, it's not of interest to me. But for her, like, she enjoys, like, looking up that stuff and finding it on Amazon. And surprisingly, yeah. I didn't I didn't realize how many articles of clothing have skulls on them. It's pretty insane, actually. Yeah. But it's it's a re and it's very very niche, you know. So that's kind of a cool like example based on what you were talking about. Yeah, leverage leverage yeah. what other people knows with the power and the knowledge that you have about you know online marketing and all that. That's yeah. a pretty pretty big advantage because a lot of people tells me like, oh Bora, uh, Borja, I have uh, you know I know everything about you know social media and SEO and but I just don't know what to write about. And I, I tell them like, okay, do you have a friend that knows about, I don't know, pool cleaning? Because yeah. I bet that I bet that people search about how to start a pool cleaning business online. Yeah. Like, I, I bet people search for how to start a pool cleaning business. So so yeah, so that, that's an example, you know, leverage what, what other people knows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
So, I mean, in terms of like Money Diver, um, you know, what are you currently doing? Like besides like, like obviously we've got this course coming out and you're developing software. Like what, what are you currently doing like in terms of, um, you know, income with that? I know you mentioned like you had the micro niche blogs and those kind of tanked when the Google updates hit. Are you mostly just doing affiliate marketing now? Like how are you monetizing the blog? Yeah, I'm currently monetizing it with affiliate marketing and promoting a couple of products on 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 the blog. I promote um, Optimize Press. I promote Market Samurai. Yep. I promote uh, John Charles blogging with John Charles course. Yep, I saw that on your ad there. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, that's a pretty good course to get started. Um, and I promote a couple of other products like you know Aweber a and you know stuff like that. Uh, I'm not a hardcore you know affiliate marketer. I'm not really yeah I'm not really pushy. I only promote yeah. my I like I'll only I, I, I'll only email my list uh, about my my posts so they can go to my blog and you know if they see if I mention mention like a product or something. I'll have an affiliate link, and you know they can go go on from there. Um, and yeah, so that's what I'm I'm doing right now. I'm you know I'm changing it a bit right now. I'm going into product into product um, creation right now. Yeah. With with the with the one that I just that I just told you about. So uh, <clears throat> because I think like if if I'm telling people how to do stuff like. I should have a product about right, know, right. my own, my own, you know, my own way of doing stuff. Like instead of you know teaching, selling, you know, affiliate products and stuff like that. Right. No, I think that's good. I mean, I even found um, I found someone recently that I, I partnered up with him and I helped him like develop his product better and make the, like an actual membership site out of it. And like we're working on you know redoing the sales page and things like that and just really sprucing it up. So, yeah, you know, it's been sort of a that's been interesting because like you know I feel like product creation and selling a product is you know can be really you can like you get it on ClickBank and maybe that starts taking off you know you could really do really well. Yeah, yeah. I I was re um like I'm currently uh at the stage of selecting my my affiliate ne network you know the payment processor that I'm, that I'm gonna use. Right. I haven't decided yet. I'm looking at a few choices. Yeah, I mean, so, my, uh, I think for me, like, I haven't sold any myself, but I really, really like uh, JVZoo. Yeah, JVZoo is pretty cool. Yeah, that's one There's of my favorites. The yeah, way that yeah. they, their promotional material and how everything's set up, and it's just very, like, streamlined and how it's all put together. Yeah. ShareASell is pretty good, too. ShareASell.com, that's pretty good, too. Um, yeah. Playbank, of course. One shopping cart. Yep. That's another one, good one. Um, another thing that I'm currently doing with my blog is I'm, I'm designing uh, a custom, a custom theme because I don't have a custom theme. I have a premium theme from from Genesis, okay. Genesis framework uh, from StudioPress. Yep. Uh, that's the people from uh, I think that's the people for from Copyblogger. I think. Yep. Yeah, I have a Genesis based theme as well. Yeah. So I'm designing a custom uh, child theme. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna still be using the Genesis framework, but I'm gonna be using the custom child theme. Okay, uh, cool. With because that's another another thing that I that I uh, like a lot uh, designing. 
Right. I mean, if you have the capability to have it done, then you can, you can, it's really limitless in what you could do with the customizations. I know it's funny too, because like with one of the other big ones, Thesis, like people make skins on top of like what's already a nice premium WordPress theme. Yeah. And the fact that I started designing my own, my own theme, that's what, what um, brought me to benchmarking. Like I told you when we got started. Because uh, that's one of the things that I learned when I was when I was back in college, uh, learning about marketing, yeah. uh, which is benchmarking. Um, I started looking at, uh, at all the themes that all my competitors use, um, which you know who my competitors are, of course. Uh, just been talking about them this yeah. whole time. Yeah. So um, I started looking like really deep into what they do like where do they place the opt-in forms what colors do we do they use what kind of you know what kind of um, design do they use are they using a flat design that that's pretty trendy nowadays are they using like a web 2.0 kind of design like um, do they have the sidebars on the left because I think that uh, that really matters uh, and it's and it's starting to matter to matter more and more every day because um, the more you know, the more targeted you are with your research, uh, the better the better chances of, of success right right off the start that you that you're gonna have. Right. So um, I've been doing a lot of benchmarking benchmarking uh, the last couple of months, and from that process is where the software product started to come up. Oh, okay, cool. Because I thought like I want to do a product like helps me do this and, and all that. Um, so, um, so what is that like? Is it basically going to give you like you know kind of? I know a lot of people like they'll use terms like A B split testing things like that so they can see like you know you have one variation of a landing page or you know some sort of squeeze page things like that and people could like minor A B testing is. Uh, further, further on the step of, of your business because when you start doing A-B testing, you already have a business established or you already have a website established. You already have some visitors because in order to, to do A-B testing, you need to have some traffic. You need to have right, some visitors. Yeah. Benchmarking is at, right at the start. It's when you're starting to, to decide how how is it going to look? How is your website going to look? You know, like the first design ever, how is it going to look? Yeah. Like what colors are you gonna are you gonna use? Like what products are you gonna promote? Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that is definitely important because I mean, even you know, I like to, I like to. The big one I like is um, you know, Derek Halpern from Social Trigger raves about it. Is the feature box that he has on Social Triggers, and yeah. I'm basically doing the same thing on my blog. You know, I've got right when you come on, you know. Uh, Trying to convince people to get signed up on the mailing list right from right from the start, as soon as they visit the page, and I find a lot of people. I do the nice. same thing. I also have the feature box on my blog. If you go to to the home page of my of my yep. blog. Yeah, I mean yours is basically right there, and you've got it like circled under your name and email, free yeah. access. Yeah. And then why you know why people should join? It's pretty much right there as soon as people land on the site. Exactly. Like there's a lot of things that I have to improve um, on my blog. A lot of things that are very obvious. Um, that I have to improve. I, I just haven't done so because I'm I'm waiting to to get my my custom theme. So I haven't really focused on optimizing optimizing Money Diver. Right. Uh, 
with the current yeah. team that it that it has. Yeah, until, if we're gonna redesign, it doesn't make sense to. Yeah, it doesn't make sense that I that I lose time like doing that when the you know the theme should be ready in a couple of weeks or so. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to keep an eye out for that and see your changes. Um, you know, I'm also curious about the software. Like, I like the idea of like, cause I always hear about the A/B testing and stuff, and I feel like for me, like, I'm just not at that stage yet where I could, you know, make these like changes and notice. Yeah. Like, right you, now, it's so minor that. You know, because my audience is still very new and it's building. So once I get to a bigger point, that's really when it will, you know. Yeah, but you are at the stage where um, you can look at your competitors' block and see how they are built, yeah. how they are structured, and how's the layout and all that. Yeah. So, yeah. so is so, that like? Does your software like kind of dig into like see what other people are doing and like, you know, figure out okay, like how are these things placed? Like. What is it sort of like? Like, what's the what's the idea of like what what it's going to be actually able to do for people? Well, I don't want to release uh, uh, like insights about it, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's going to help you to figure out um, like what others are doing and 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 why what why um, what mean? what paths you should take. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean that definitely does sound useful, especially for people starting out, because I mean, if you didn't set it up right in the first place, then you're probably not really setting yourself up for success if you're not going to be, you know, I think um, for a lot of people, getting leads and email signups um, into your mailing list is pretty crucial for an online business. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know about, uh, don't know about that. Yeah. So like, like if, if you take a look at the major uh, motocross websites, right. like Transworld Motocross or, you know, all these other major, major media websites, none of them do, <laughs> do, you know, email you know, marketing. None of yeah. them do email marketing. Like some of the of, of the online stores, like BTO Sports or some or stuff like that, they'll do email marketing, but only to people that are that are already customers. They don't got they don't gather emails. Right. And that's a pretty big mistake, you know. Yeah. And that's and that's where where people like us can leverage on on these kind of niches where even the big guys, you know, the big marketing. Yeah. Marketing, uh, you know, managers inside these companies don't know about the stuff that we do. Right. It is a little like I've, it's something I've talked about with a few people. Is like you go to school for this stuff, but it's not really the, the it's not at all the same as what what's really you know what you're finding when you go and look and learn about it online. You know. Yeah, I know. Like the the other day, I was I was looking at um at a, an MBA program. About entrepreneurship, and it's the first, the first ever college program that I see a, um, an intern marketing um, class on it. This wow. MBA had an, an intern marketing class on it, and I think that uh, this is something that is we're we're gonna start seeing more and more every every day under the next couple of years. Like people are gonna realize that the online world, the online world. Uh, it's really important, and that you really do have to master, uh, like viral marketing and content marketing and all all, all that. So yeah, uh, people yeah, people are gonna start taking it more ser uh, like seriously, and more and more. Yeah. <coughs> well, man, um, I think uh, we've been going for about forty minutes here. I think uh, figure we could probably wrap this up. Um, you, know, you shared a lot. I really appreciate you, you know, taking the time today to come on and uh, talk about your blog and these upcoming projects. You'll have to let me know, like when they're released and everything. Your pro your your online course and your uh, 
your software that you're coming out with for benchmarking. I think that that should that's definitely really interesting. I'd like to hear about that when it's released. Yeah, shouldn't take long. Like I'm sure it's gonna be live in a couple of weeks. I shouldn't be. I wouldn't be discussing you know that that many details with you if yeah. I wasn't sure that it's gonna be live uh, yeah. soon enough. So, Very cool. All right, so, well, yeah. thanks a lot for, uh, for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me, man. Yeah, no problem. Talk to you later. See ya. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the time to check out today's episode with Borja Obeso. If you uh, want to check out his blog, he's over at moneydiver.com. If you want to check out this episode on Voices of Marketing, just head over to voicesofmarketing.com slash episode 34. Um, I'm actually going to start adding uh, pretty link, short links to my episodes so you guys can easily know where to go to find them. If you listen to the show, you, know, you can just head over to that link and that'll take you directly to the page with uh, some of the general topics we talked about. And, um, you know, if you'd like, sign up for my email list if you haven't already. I send out weekly emails. Um, lately, I've been doing about an interview a week. And I'm sending out weekly emails every time I do my interviews. So head over to VoicesOfMarketing.com and sign up. Thanks. Bye.